This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. I, I'm not surprised that uh, it's a winner that is playing the bass guitar. Because I did not hear the original bass of that song. I know all those sounds. So, it's a keyboardist. Let every man abide with the calling we are in. It's called. <laughs> God bless you. But thank you. At least in the absence of the basis, you are standing in for them. We should have asked this, my guy, to play now. That plays in Lekki. It's, it's, it's unusual. If I saw you on time, I would have asked you to uh, tell winners to go and sit down. Go to his area of calling. <laughs> He's a master keyboardist. So, but thank you. And when you are multi-talented, it's a blessing. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Is somebody ready this evening? You can have your seat. God bless you. A part of me feels like we should take some questions. Because by the last Wednesday, some might have traveled again. Next Wednesday, we will confirm on Sunday whether next week Wednesday will be the time when we want to do something that is called Covenant Day of Increase. I want to share some very deep instructions concerning 2024. Probably next Wednesday, which I believe will guide you we can't wait for the year to start to start talking about them because the year would have started. And nobody prepares for battle at the battlefront. It is good to prepare for the battle before. So there are things I want to call our attention to why people don't get the best of God, especially when it comes to finances and some other things like that. Um, and what to do in 2024. Otherwise... There will be promises. There will be confessions. There will be many things, but many might not walk in the reality of a life. It's been happening to many. If you get to ask an average Christian, what really happened between Cain and Abel? Many people don't know. Why did God accept the offering of Abel and rejected that of Cain? One of the major reasons and you can just get this ahead of time. We'll talk about it maybe more elaborately next week. You can never put God in second position. He said, I am the Lord thy God. I change not. Why it does not change is that it's already the best, so it can't change to anything again. I get what I'm saying. There are, the Bible talks about things in the Old Testament being written for our example. There are principles in Old Testament. They reveal the nature and the character of God. And then there are scriptures to back it in New Testament. One of the fundamental principles of God. It feels insulted once it's put in the second position. What does this apply to? Let me tell you the truth. If you pray, because there's no light and you cannot watch a movie, that's too bad. This is why... 
people wake up early in the morning to start praying. The moment to offer God less than the best, you are insulting his nature. He cannot. You know the funny thing? All kingdoms on earth, they are protocols. Kings of the earth, they are protocols. I read about Queen Elizabeth when she was alive. You must not stretch your hand. She must be the one to stretch her hand. You must not turn back. She must not see your back. When the king is done with you, she will be the one to walk away. You cannot walk away. That means you don't leave her there and start walking. She is the one that must walk. And you don't start eating until she begins. You can Google it. You see all these protocols. When you are to visit the king right now in the UK, they are going to brief you all these things and train you. Because you just can't just come in and do. It's not allowed any kingdom anywhere. Visible or invisible. For you to come and do things your own way. I told you many years ago how the Lord used one lady that I was close to that time to really teach me. I mean, she was just getting blessed. And she was what I told that she did a portrait that she used a 2,000 marker for and her mom's boss bought it for almost 150,000 in those days. We are talking of maybe like 16, 15, 16 years. I mean, she was just always having an abundance. And that wasn't my own reality. She told me something. She said, you give or you give anyhow. She asked me a question. When you receive an amount, do you separate God first before? I said, I will just know in my mind that, okay, this is 50K. I'm going to give tithe of 5K. I will just know in my mind and I wait for any time maybe I go to church or to give. She said, you are wrong. She said, by the principle of putting God first, what you must do, whatever belongs to God. And I now change the Bible. I thought that she was exactly correct. The Bible says, if the first fruit is only, the lump is holy also. What you separate to God is what sanctifies the rest. You don't begin to do other things and now take a part of it and say, Oh Lord, we're not back here. I don't know how somebody gets what I'm saying. Most of us, it's not that we don't, we, we plan this. But it is, you just have to understand that the protocols of God, don't, they don't allow certain things that we do. And you are, his protocols are found in his word. The Lord told them that in the old covenant, every firstborn is mine. You know about that? An instruction. That was why they brought something about every firstborn. And now, God told them that if your firstborn must not come and live in tabernacle, you must redeem your firstborn. You must use a lamp or a certain price. So you say, Lord, you've given me a son. But we need this son in our house. I agree that this boy is yours. But I want to buy back the boy from you. So you bring a lamb, like Samuel's mother did, to the tabernacle. You give the lamb to the priest. And then you take your son back home. That means they still recognize the father. You recognize that this first thing. Many of you don't know why God was angry with Achan. Check all through the Bible. Several other times, they shared the booties from war. Jericho was the first city they conquered. And everything in Jericho was supposed to be a first fruit to God. But Achan touched it. Check the Bible. All other cities they conquered, they took the goodies and God was not angry with them. But as slaves, they first battle, they were to fight. They first city. Other cities they passed through, but they were not allowed to conquer any. It was Jericho that was the first city to the promised land that they conquered. And they can took something. God said, Chai, you just blew it. Because they just go to the promise, just conquer Jericho. And God said, this is supposed to be a, everything found in Jericho must be given to me. Everything. Tithe is actually a form of first fruit. But 
uh, it's not my, <laughs> I just give you some of the tips or some of the things we're talking about. So when you see doctrines attacking tithes, it's just setting people up for destruction. Our kingdom is different from other kingdoms. Mechizedek showed up and he did just two things. He collected time from Abraham and did uh, uh, communion, bread and wine. Any church that is doing communion must also be doing fighting. And the problem with fighting for many people is that many people are not consistent. You will never get the blessing of anything you do for God when you do them unfortunately. January, February, you are on. March, you miss it. April, you. It does not happen that because Solomon already spoke to you. He said in the morning, so you're saying, the winning, do not, you, you, we told your hand. You don't know which one. Once you are a facade, the Bible says, let's not such a man think he will receive anything from God. A double-minded man. He's, done, he's doing it today, he's not doing it tomorrow. These are common reasons why believers wait for harvest. Some of them will see it in vision and it's not manifesting. It's God, there are certain protocols that people keep, con they continue to violate unknowingly. I don't know if somebody has got to what I just said now. Praise the Lord. If you are given 100,000 and you start first of all to separate 10 for God, it sanctifies the remaining 90. You begin to discover that you begin to walk in unusual blessing. It is the reason why that 90 will make sense because you have sanctified it by separating the part to God first. But if you first of all go and buy Gele, <laughs> did somebody just hear what I just said now? So, you know, <laughs> we, we, we're talking about this. What is it? Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28 and 29. Hebrews 12, the last two verses. Say, let us receive grace that we might serve God in an acceptable manner. That straight away tells you that you can serve God, but it might not be in an acceptable manner. Is that right? Two sons of Aaron offered a fire that God did not command, and they were consumed right away. God was not wicked. There is a, that's why he has protocol. God is not a man. Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man. So don't think of God as a man. He has, God is not a man. A lion is not wicked. If he meets you and he divorces a man before you, cannot sue the lion. Neither will he answer on the judgment day. The Lord will say, yeah, lion, come here. <laughs> they put a baby in the forest. You'll kill the baby. Ah. You are going to hell. Are you getting what I'm saying? But it is wickedness for a human being to do that. But not for animal. After all, you two eat chicken. I don't feel guilty when you are eating it. That's someone's child. <laughs> it shall come to pass on the day of judgment. All chickens will rise against you. Imagine all the chickens you have eaten surrounding you on that day. <laughs> I say, Father, he, he hurts me. <laughs> It deprived me of life. <laughs> and then thinking I better. Those who can't have you. Imagine all the rams and the bulls that you have eaten rising up on that day and looking at you. That I feel like knocking you right now. <laughs> they show you where you were. Alamala's house. Tearing. And I said, sir, do you know, I was where you were tearing there. <laughs> Let me now tear you also. It's <laughs> somebody. <laughs> Somebody will be. It's important that we, the basic principle behind all these things is that the Lord, when Moses was told that he was not going to go to the promised land, 
there was a strong statement the Lord used. He said, you will refuse to sanctify me before the people. In order of Moses, ah, you commonize me. You are not going anywhere again. By the time whatsoever, I, I pray that in 2024, this will even affect the quality of offering that you give. Both cash and even when you pray or when you worship God. You are not going to be singing to the Almighty God and be pressing your phone and be answering. Is that not what people do? He told Moses, he said, you know what you did by that rock. He said, you refused to honor me before the people. Ah, ah, you treated me like that. You did not sanctify me. God is the king of kings. Whatever you give him must be precious. If that is the only thing you have, the attitude with which you give it matters. It's not a beggar. I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. There's no great man of God that I know. From Papa Abraham to all the ones I know right now. People who don't fall on their faces at times when they are praying. If you have seen the presence of God before, it's an attitude you will adopt. That when the king is talking, you don't stand. You can begin praying by sitting down, but when the glory falls, you have to fall down. The first thing God will do is to knock you down. I mean, you, you just don't... You have to understand. If you are in the presence of glory, God makes you know, I am the king, the only one. No other person. That's why he calls it a jealous God. He does not hide it. I am the one. I must take preeminence. Once you do anything below that, it's unacceptable to him. Yeah. You know, he began telling Malachi that you brought the blind. You brought, he said, Did you, can you offer that to your governor? If the presidents of this world are talking to you, you don't talk to a, a, a president and be answering your call. Nigerian president calls you to Asurok. You are inside the Asurok. Even at the embassy, you drop your phone. But when it is God, you are talking and you are talking, you are looking at, you are Facebooking. I say, Father, you know, as we are saying, even your angel is one that says, are you okay? Is it God we are talking to? All because it dwells in the invisible and should not reduce our honor for God. Yes. That's why the scripture about first fruits is about honor the Lord with your substance and the first fruit of your increase. Once there's no honor, it's unacceptable. Honor. Honor. Many of us, don't bother our Yorubas, you understand very well. Even if you use left hand to give something to the elder, they will reject it. Whoever you think you are. You can be a small boy and be very wealthy. Go to, except the elders who are already a sellout. Or they have, but the real elders, you can be rich and you look at them, you put a bond of money and you point the like, egba. The man will tell that, sorry, you might be richer than me, but that's an insult. I'm the one you're using left hand to give something to. It's like a culture here. Because somehow people understand the fact that there are protocols that they, they let you show honor. Honor. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know if somebody just... Did you get what I've just said now? One of the things that would distinguish us in the years to come is to begin to honor God and give him the honor he deserves. That when it comes to God, there is a way. I'm not saying we should do what the Jews do. Do you know that those who copy the Bible, every time they see the word Jehovah Yahweh, before writing it, they'll go and have their bath seven times before writing Jehovah. And after writing, they go and have their bath again. That was how they wrote the Bible. It's still like that. Now, the rabbis in Jew... When they want to write the name of the Lord, you must have your bad self before you write. 
<laughs> and you wonder why the Jews cannot be conquered. God is not asking us for that, but he, he, I'm not saying we should do that. I'm just saying that certain people understand the fact that when it comes to God, honor, honor, it's not a man. Some of this and many more things we, I will talk about, maybe pictures also. How when, you, when God wants to answer you, thoughts I will put in your heart and how you need to begin to execute them in 2023-24. Because what all of you need to know is that when you pray for increase, when you pray for expansion, even marriage and everything, it's not that many times a power will just come down and fill your account. No. Many times thoughts will come on what you need to do. For the Bible says it is God that worketh in us both to will and to do. He will show you some steps to take. And those steps will now translate into what you have been praying for. That's why I say, I'm the Lord that teaches you to profit and lead you in the way that you should go. Isaiah 48, 17. There is a direction. So, we are not yet safe. In that sense, S-A-F-E. We are not yet okay until we receive a divine direction on how to go about something. What many Christians want to do is that they want to pray and open their eyes and hear that God has done something out there. It does that at times, but I bet 80% of the times, God works through you. God works through you. The last verse of Mark chapter 16, what is there? And God working with them, producing signs and wonders. Mark 16, and they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working out. The Lord does not work independent of you. He prefers to work with you. Because what he shows you, you can then teach other people. You can even write a book from it. There are pictures as you pray. You are praying about your business expansion. It's not that you just get to office tomorrow and it has expanded. It can happen like that at times. But most times, there are thoughts and pictures you begin to capture because you are praying. That when you begin to execute them, it leads to expansion. Did you get what I've just said now? I want to be sure. Did somebody get what I've just said now? Do you remember Jacob? Laban will say, the spotted ones are yours. You remember? Genesis 30, 31 and 32. And Laban was cheating the guy. In the night, he saw a vision and he saw. So they gave him spotted animals as his wages. And it was a very bad deal. But God can make bad deal go good. Jacob saw a vision. And he saw spotted animals multiplying. As opposed to what was happening in the physical. And the angel told him, what you have seen in the spirit is how to translate to the physical realm. Take these plants. Like a tree. You know a tree has a white stuff inside. What they call it in biology. Eh? No, there's a name for the whitish stuff inside a tree. Is it sap or what? Okay, sap. Okay. So he said, just put color on it. Put spots. When the animals are mating, put it before them. As they are mating, let them be looking at it. Plain animals will give back to spotted animals. What did the angel teach Jacob? He taught in 2 Corinthians 3 18. We all beholding the face of God and it's a mirror, as in a mirror. We are transformed into the same image. Forget about the details of the word. It means just two things. What will be, old will become. The Lord imported that wisdom ahead. The Lord can show you things ahead of your generation. So God told Jacob that, you know what? If animals are looking at something, while they are mating, they are going to give out to that thing. 
So what you should say before them when they are mating, spotted tree. When they look at spotted tree, they will give birth to spotted babies. So Laban did not understand that science. There is a science beyond this world. The how could <laughs> plain sheep be given back to spotted sheep? And before he knew it, at the time he struck that deal with Jacob, let's say he had 1,000, let's say he had 1 million, let's say, let's use the word easier to, to calculate, let's say he had 5,000 sheep. 4,900 were plain. Only 100 spotted. So when Jacob said that, I want it spotted as my salary, Labor went to count. The guy laughed. said, this guy is a fool. He didn't know he was coming from a realm ayah. He said, that's all you want. That's your salary. <laughs> no problem. He said, take, 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 take. Then Laban came to the field one day. The sheep had multiplied to 10,000, but now this time around, spotted. They had grown from 100 to, let's say, 3,000, plain, 7,000. Then Laban came to the field again, maybe some months after or year after. The number grew to 20,000. Now spotted 13, plain, 7. Then he came one day, 50,000, spotted 42. <laughs> he said, oh my, you are criminal. You are criminal. <laughs> Everything. But what I want to bring out to you is that Jacob was shown something to do. Jacob was shown something to do. When God multiplied the bread, the food of that widow Zarephath. What did Elisha say? She, he said, do my first. Can you show me that scripture? That is the nature of God. If the woman said to Elijah, I will give you food, but let me give something to my son first, she would have canceled the miracle. Because she wasn't putting God first. If we get there next week, we'll talk about some of these things. Whatever we multiply, two things must happen. It must be blessed. There must be the blessing of God on it. Number two, it must be released. If the boy started sharing his five loaves and two fishes without Jesus looking up to everyone and blessing it, it will finish in his hand. I'm about to make a very powerful statement now. Listen to me very well. All these people who talk to people, Christians, and say, uh, you can give your tithe to the poor, you can do all these things. They are setting you up for destruction. That's what they want to do. Jesus said it that you have the poor with you at all times. Why is it that what you want me to give to the poor is what I have separated to God? If I'm earning 500,000, I give 50,000 as tithe. I still have 450. I can give to the poor out of that one, not this one. Why? So you will be distributing, but there's no blessing on your distribution. I know somebody is watching me online now. It, and this has been the reality of some people. Don't you even know that even your money needs divine protection? Don't you know? I've told you here before now. I'm a man of God. I can pick things in the spirits. I told you I just visited some elderly ones in our place. I mean, my parents, I had a baby a bundle of 150000 and I, I distributed money to people. I just stepped into my car and I heard the voice of Lord. One of the people you gave the money to is angry that you came as a son, blessed of God, and his own son was not doing fine, that the person was taking the money somewhere. But I said, Lord, we have a covenant with you. That's not a problem. He said, I just wanted you to know. 
Now, God will not leave himself without a witness. I got to Lagos. Service was going on here. Pastor Femi, I'm calling his name. called me. He's a prophet. I didn't tell him I went to see my pain. I didn't tell him anything. He picked his phone. He called me. He said, Pastor, you went somewhere recently and you gave somebody some people. He said, somebody there took the money somewhere. He said, but we know it cannot affect you. I've not you seen people who started building a house in their village and died when they, when they started to inaugurate the house or to open the house. These are stories. I know a village in Nigeria. Everyone that attempted to build beyond the bungalow, they died. Every single person. So in this part, you can even give to people and that will lead to poverty. These are places where people give things as wedding gifts. As well, that gift is in your house. Poverty is inevitable. You know, we are, because we are like a faith church, that doesn't mean all these things don't happen. We don't talk much so that people's attention will not be on suspecting everything. But the Bible is our answer. The Bible teaches about Satan and the wickedness of men. And he has agents everywhere. So you are doing wedding, you are eating everything. <laughs> you know, some people are so nice, they just even, they don't know. You know, we are not supposed to be ruled by fear. There's no village we can go to and have a nice time. Relax. If the Lord is not revealing anything, don't bother yourself. But don't, don't be so ignorant that you don't know that this world there is physical and spiritual. Are you with me? Don't be so ignorant. Everywhere you greet everybody, you all get everybody, you are, you are the free. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. <laughs> Every time you run, everywhere. <laughs> Some have been protected by the prayers of their mom and everything. Thank God for that. There are those who share their visions and their plans with everybody. That's why the plan has never happened. Any good thing you have planned, you start talking. So it's not even that they are possessed. You see, if you have a friend, so hear this from me. I might stop here. Man is more than physical thing. Hope you know. If you have colleagues in the office who are competing with you, when you say something good that's about to happen to maybe a promotion, if their heart sabotages it, it might not come to pass. You see, in this realm, physical realm, above this realm is a spirit realm where things come from. That was where the priest of Pasha withstood the angel as a fire. Thoughts are real in that place. It is here you call it thoughts. There are material things here, there. If there are too many thoughts against you, they will affect the work of your hand. They will just keep blocking it. So you keep announcing every good thing you want to do. And they say, in fact, uh, this office, uh, we are all receiving 750K. I just apply somewhere now. They might just be giving me 2 million. And in their heart, everybody's angry. Like the brothers of Joseph. All that is coming towards your point is arrows and beef. I've only done that here two times. Every the first time, this lady came to number one, she just couldn't conceive for a long time, and the Lord said, "Pray for." So I prayed for her and her husband. In fact, I, I had to sit them down in their living room and I prayed, and then she got pregnant and then she lost it. So I remember I, I switched up the light, sat alone in the office, just praying that, Lord, because I really love these people. Why? And the Lord said, I tell them that when next she's pregnant, don't tell your mom. And I explained to her that your mom is not away. Our mom, I know the mom. She's a Christian, a solid Christian. But what the Lord made me to know many times was that she was always telling her friends 
Now, and then some of those people. This lady decided not to. After three miscarriages, the one she didn't tell the mom, she didn't tell the she, she gave birth. And when the mom came on that day, she knelt down to me, Mommy, you are not, I know you. You brought us up in the way of the Lord. He said, I was just led not to tell you. I know what the mom, the mom said, I understand. And the mom now said the truth that actually, if you told me, I would have somehow mentioned it. Because she realized later that she had a praying group where she would tell them everything. I am my brother for mommy. But see, some of the people in that. I don't know if somebody's getting what I'm saying. You know, you, you have to be very careful. It's not a call to fear to, but just understand, especially, this is common with good people. You always think everybody is like yourself. Because when people announce something good to you, you are happy for them and you pray. So you think everybody. I suffered growing up like that. Because honestly speaking, as the pastors, I rejoice with those who rejoice. Even in ministry, but I discovered one time that loving people and everything, we will, we will not stop loving people. But we must be aware that everybody is not thinking the way you are thinking. Yes. So even from their little stage in life, competition was the order of the day. So people can't stand anybody doing better than them. And when they are born again, they still don't change their attitude. Their heart resents when they are four friends and one wants to marry before all of them. I have seen Christian's sister. <sighs> somebody has found somebody. And two other ladies became an enemy. Can't a brother ask out anybody? What kind of friendship is that? That because I'm your friend and somebody asked me out before you, you're angry. To hell with that kind of friendship. I was supposed to be happy. And it's not somebody that I asked you out before. So we are not saying that somebody that this, somebody showed up as your friend out and you're angry. Because this I do, ah, she must not marry before you. And your, your bed tossed into a ah. If cash is not taken, witchcraft can come in. Many of these things happened when I was a student in UI. Small, small thing destroying friendship. Because somebody cannot rejoice with the other person that, oh, God has done this. This is wonderful. Are you following me? There's no church that has done something that blessed us, that we learned from that I did not reach out to, to let them know that ah, I saw your program, wonderful, I will learn something from it. But there are many people copying each other and they will not admit and they don't even want it to be. They want, they want to look like they are seen and it's okay. All styles are from Jesus. Whatever good thing you see in us, we thank God for it. We don't get that. But you know, you just wonder why people just have that kind of mind. Are you getting what I'm saying? Nobody knows it all. Some churches will do some amazing things. We will, we will commend them. Oh, this is wonderful. I'll send the pastor's message. I saw your online. That's, this is beautiful. My friend, I saw people find it very difficult because to them, it's like a sign of weakness. <laughs> I don't know if somebody is, is with me. And it's common among friends and colleagues. Friends and colleagues. Maybe they were all in uni lag together. Now they are out. And all of them it's like somebody is thinking that this one should now do me. This one should not. Nobody can outdo anybody. Every man is running his race. 
Yeah. I put up a post that really blessed me two days ago or yesterday about experience Holy Ghost. The peak of Holy Ghost Congress is Friday. Experience was on Friday. Normally they do experience first Friday. But for some reason this year, they did second Friday. I thought that it would affect the attendance there. And I said that Shiloh peak was Friday. And all these three places were fully... It shows that people can do things without... The people at the camp, that camp was filled, both, they used both old and new auditorium, were filled up. CBS was filled up. She know there were people outside on the same day at the same time. There's something for the body of Christ to learn. Yet you see pastors fighting. He stole my member. The member you brought from heaven. No, I'm not saying that some pastors don't do some unethical things. I have seen a branch pastor who left the church and not posted the church. He just erected a banner and said that a new church. The resident pastor should not bother about that one. Leave people to do whatever they want to do. Out of curiosity, actually, you know, sheep are very fun. Honestly speaking, I am one of the people I've always wondered why God calls us sheep. Because when I see them on the road, I feel it's one of them is going to the rest are just following the one I one day I packed I saw sheep so I said Lord of all animals you know they I don't call us lion or I mean sheep I said these guys are dummies if one of them runs to the road the rest will just follow so that day inside my car was like ah Lord it's like it's an abuse I mean, why why this animal but you see God knows what we don't know so this is why believers behave the same. You know, at times, you know, I have seen people following rebels. It's amazing the way Christians think. Why would somebody, first of all, he lied that he was traveling. He did not. The following month, he put up a banner posting the church where he was, and he said, God has called, and, and so people went to join him. I don't understand that kind of joining. <laughs> but that is, that is sheep. <laughs> I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. It is a reason. You know, the one that went, you saw the picture online when the pastor was flogging church members and they still went there. Married elderly people. He was giving them six strokes on the altar. And they still carry themselves and when they're the following sheep. <laughs> you know, it's very easy to deceive Christians. <laughs> is somebody, is somebody with me? Don't worry, we are all sheep. <laughs> Let us accept. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's painful, but we accept. <laughs> Don't know to God that all his works and his words. <laughs> so, <laughs> are, you, are you following me? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Did you get things from what I've just shared with you tonight? I did not even plan to talk to you. I just wanted to. But we will lead them in order next week. And probably I might talk about dealing with Jezebel's spirit also. 2024 is fast approaching. Except to have a plan, except something changes about you, 
you will not receive a great change in the year. And it is knowledge that changes a person. That's why there, there must be something that you now know, that you now practice, that you were not practicing before, that changes the trajectory of your life. There has to be. That's why next Wednesday, I think I, I might do the We'll announce on Sunday it's going to be Wednesday. And I'm going to employ all members of the church to come on Wednesday. No matter how difficult it is, everybody, we don't make that demand every now and then, should come on Wednesday. Because it's a time for instruction for the new year. Before we do the watch night service, where people write, uh, you know, they write goals for the next year. Some even write, uh, what they call it, things they will never do again. And they will be for the first seven days. Eat me your resolutions. <laughs> and then they will, they will break it. After a while, I don't write resolution. Many years ago, I wrote one that I won't drink Coke again. It lasted 72 hours. So I said to myself, I beg. <laughs> so it is better to be free than to be guilty. So just wake up and say, okay, I don't want to drink today. But resolution, so I, said, I will never gossip again. By evening, as you are eating chicken, you'll talk about three friends. <laughs> I once read resolution and you fall repeatedly, you become demoralized. So you leave it alone. Amen. Is somebody with me? Do you see a very beautiful year ahead of you? Do you see a great year ahead of you? You can rise with speed. You can rise with speed. You can rise with speed. That's why I'm sharing this with you. You see, next year, even if the church wants to do a project in trillions, it will be very easy. Because God would have promoted many of you so fast. But that's what I'm telling you. You know, there are Christians who are never intentioned even about every Sunday offering. It's still the same attitude. It's not about how much you have. It's always about attitude. You look for what is available just to give up. But do you have a plan from the beginning that every Sunday in January, every this is how much I give as an offering? It's between you and God. It's a decision. What the Lord does not want is that as you are coming to John for uh, just open your window. What was there? Uh, 200. And then, no, it must be sanctified. Which means as you pray, inside your heart, between you and God, you decide. And after a month or two, you can decide again that, Lord, I have seen increase. Some of the things I will be sharing next week, I will, I will be bold not to tell many of you. Get exercise book, get a diary. If you practice what I'm saying, write the day you start and compare, write how much is in your account when you start, write how much is going on in your life, write your capacity at that line, then wait for six months and check again. If there's no increase, the Bible has told us a lie. Do you know it's on the issue of money that the Lord was bold not to say that? He said, bring all time to mind, test me if I will not open. The Lord was so bold that he said that you are allowed that try and see. Don't nod your head and say, it's true, it's true. He said, do it for, prove me now and see if I will not. That means I can write a, a I can take a size book and write at the beginning and wait for six months. Lord, he said, I should prove you. I'm going to do exactly that. I want to see whether this thing is working. Is somebody with me today? Honor the Lord. When it comes to God, you know, God just told him, brother, go and sacrifice Isaac. And he woke up early in the morning. Early in the morning to go and do it. 
he was showing attitude that Lord, when it comes to you, I won't even wait for daybreak. You are the king and you must be obeyed quickly. Hallelujah. All through next year, as you pray, the Lord will open your eyes to see things. I will talk more about this. So when something is not blessed, it might not give back to in the kingdom. I'm not talking about outside the kingdom. Then number two, so it must be blessed. Jesus blessed the bread. And it is tithing that blesses what is left. Then number two, it must be released. So if that boy could have made one of the two mistakes, huh? he could have started distributing without the blessing. Or after the blessing, he could hold on to it. You must not do it now, the two. Do you hear what I've just said now? So when people begin to say poor, 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 Number one, most of those who say those who don't give anything to the poor. And they talk as if, you know, you've heard me say it many times, it's very embarrassing. Let's say that I earn 700 a month and I give 700, and that's what you are telling me I should give to the poor. I see I see someone around 30,000, I can give 100,000 to the poor. Why is it that the one, it means that Satan is using you to set me up. And some Christians are, can somebody give his time to the poor? Why should you be asking that kind of question? What about your rents? You can give it to the poor. What about the Brazilian here money? You can give it to the poor. What about your fuel money? We give rents, right? We give other things. Why is that this is the only one? This is how you will know that Satan is. Why is that this is the only one they talk about? About giving it to the poor. Nobody says to a woman that the money you are using to make here. Yet you won't die. You're already married. If you don't make your, your husband won't divorce you. It's just that we can now see the shape. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Nothing. If I wear the same t-shirt everywhere is here to preach to you. It means so I can say I'm not buying clothes. I want to be giving it to the poor. When you... So, Elisha said to that woman, show me that scripture and I will end with that. Do mine first. That's a language of the kingdom. Not mine at the middle. Not mine at the end. Not even mine at the second position. And this man was Jesus' first message in Luke chapter 4. That end him stones. They stoned Jesus for preaching this message. He stood before the Pharisees and said, see, there were many widows in Israel. God didn't bless all of them. He said the one that gave food to Elijah, they got angry. If a pastor comes online also and says that, you see, all the poor people is because you are not obeying some protocol. People will finish you. But are they right? So then, why do we have scriptures? It's not to instruct us on what to do. So even Jesus was not spared when he spoke about it. They stoned him well. Because people don't like the truth. So, Elisha said to her, fear not. Go and do as thou hast said. But make me thereof a little cake first. That first is the key to that scripture. Bring it to me. Then you can make for you and your son. After the kingdom. In the order of things. When it comes to giving. Kingdom first. After the kingdom, the less privilege. In fact, kingdom first sometimes. People that have authority in your life. The truth of the matter, 
you know me, I don't ask anybody for anything. It's important that Christians learn to give to those who share the word with them. Galatians 6, chapter 7, uh, chapter, chapter 6, verse 7, it is true. Then what about parents and those who speak over you? Then the poor. You can actually divide your income and have a plan. I'm using, if you have seven race, if I give a title 70, I can choose to give 50 to the poor every month. Or I can choose to give 60. I can choose to give 50 to parents and people of authority over my life. And I can choose to save half of the money. Whatever, if I'm left with 400, whatever 400 will not do. 600 will not do it either. The devil has a way of making people think. Why? Somebody is earning 230,000, 250,000. She cannot give a tithe. I see when you remove 25, you are left with 205. Is there much difference? So when you remove the 25, it's now not enough to buy a mansion anymore. Or a car anymore. See, except to start challenging yourself like this. You are going to focus on that thing and say, ah, no, no, I don't want to. Yet the Lord wants to multiply what is in your hand. But two things are not happening. You are not letting him to bless it and you are not releasing it. Do you know how many Christians all over the world are not regular titans? And when you speak it on social media, it's the highest debate. All because people just don't want to. So it's not in the New Testament. But Paul spoke about the fact that men receive titles. Jesus is receiving it from you above. Representing men. Can there be a clearer scripture than that? Abraham was not under the law. He was called the father of faith. If you're a man of faith and the father of faith was a titan, don't you think you should be one? And then later on, they said that Abraham only did it once. Really? So how did Jacob know? God appeared to Jacob and Jacob said, if you, if you keep me and I come back, I'll give you a tithe of everything. It was a regular practice. So why didn't they talk about it? In the they assumed that people in the Jews already knew, everybody knew about that. This is important. Paul called Jesus the first fruit. When he preached in a certain place, he said the people of Achia, said they are the first fruit of, it's a principle. Paul even adopted it to souls one. He calls the people first fruit of his soul. That means the first people that he want to Christ, he recognized them as first fruit. First fruit was a part of his thinking. Somebody asked a question, if it's first fruit, people giving their own January salary. Well, it's a church my structure to do that. I don't see it that way. I believe that false fruit is a kind of, if your tithe is separated to God first, it's a kind of false fruit. But I don't think it's false fruit when you have spent it and then you now give God. God first means first. Did you get what I said? Yes. Then some people say it's false fruit when you start working the first salary. I believe you'll be honoring God when you give your first. If you, of course, you are going to be in that job for many years. So they just call now to resume work. Now your first salary. What do you want to do with your first salary? Now I'm not going to take a doctrinal position on this, but my thinking is that if you are going to earn many more salaries, what is difficult in saying, Lord, thank you. I've been at home. Now you've just provided a job. If you are the first in my life, let my first income go to you. And every other month I go back to tithing. But are you wrong if you give only a title of, first, uh, of your first salary? I, I don't believe you are wrong. Did you get what I just said now? I don't believe you are wrong. But I just believe that the one who really wants to honor can actually go a step back. Because if they call you by, they say you are resuming April, and they call later in March, that okay, you are resuming May. 
You are not going to die now. So this is how you have to guide your thinking. To honor God first. Yes. Is that okay? So there are many variations and debates and there, but the art of the matter is that honor God above anyone. Let him come first. Let him come first. Can I just say this to everybody? When you wake up in the morning, don't open your phone first. Sir, even if it's Lord Jesus, good morning, thank you, Lord. Do you know there are some, when they wake up, they first read one or two messages. WhatsApp. See, why, that's why you are poor. Some people. You've been trusting God for, you after reading to it, because you are expecting a message that will look like prosperity. <laughs> you check their lats. And at the end of the check, you're angry. Because all you are seeing is deduction. <laughs> Why don't you lift up your hand? Even if it's just five minutes. God forced. Somebody just brought you back to life. Oh, Father, I thank you. I give you praise. Then, if you pray for them, you can check. But not that you first of all open the phone. Now that you are disappointed, even the way you are talking to God, it's, the tone is very funny. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Let's rise. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, there are things that people do to bring affliction on themselves. When I was in school, I vowed not to be emotional. When I was in UI, rest of them I know. They will place results. I thought some of the lecturers love to place the results in the evening. You'll be going for somebody's birthday. And they are now, they, they are, oh, 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 the results are out. And some people will run back to go and check. Oh, they will come and fail. You did not do the test very well. Why not go for that birthday? Because once you know that you have not done well, it will affect you. First of all, eat rice. Drink coke. Take pictures. Eat cake. When you are saturated, then go and look. <laughs> the result is not running away. I never checked. Thank God. All my years in school, I never carried over once. I thank God for that. I never check results before any fellowship or anything. I was about, I'll go and preach and enjoy myself very well. So in the night, I will take touch lights. Now we've done birthday, we've done celebration, and then you just check. But God was so merciful to me, it was always good. But some people will go and check, then dejection will start. Then they will not, they will miss the birthday. From the board line, they will just go back to his room. Or our room. What happened? You know, I thought, ah, so I'm going to have a carryover. Why don't you enjoy first? Life is easy. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> when we, even though I said this was my father, he would kill you. When I was in school, there was this guy. He was very big, very chubby. They, my school was like 60% were boarding house students, 40%. Those of them that were not boarding house students. So my school was in Abeokuta, but most people there were Lagosians. Because my school... Second oldest school in Nigeria, you know, that's where uh, Obate Joshua or Neof, if all of them were in my school, they were old students in my school. So, very strong pedigree, very strong. So, most of the people there, children of rich folks, 
all the commissioners, even deputy governors, uh, uh, son was in our school that time. All of them, so you can't mind that kind of school. All the commissioners, all the judges. My when I was hundred level JS one, the head girl there was the daughter of the like of balance. So all the mighty people were in my school because their parents attended the school and they did not spare beating. My school was the only school that somebody bought tractor for us, but we never. You could part of the culture was that we must learn how to cut grass, including whites. We had whites in my school. Black and white will do cutting together. Blisters in your hand. The first week of redemption, you must cut. Then every student, male and female, must know how to farm. They will give you a farm, give you 80 meters ahead in the forest. Yes, what is that in the forest? And give you oh, you first of all clear the forest. You all do your hand like this. This is your your own ridge. And then you face 80 meters. You clear the ground and you make a ridge and it must touch you under. That was the marking scheme. And you see girls, because we had a nation song. It was part of our song. They said they spoiled everything now. God, politicians have spoiled everything now. Whoever you were, deputy governor, so I've seen them flogging the boy before. The parents agreed that all of us should be flogged. You could not go and report to your parents that they beat you. You know? So I don't know where this boy went. We used to go to those forests to go and play. And the father came with the official car, you know, one of the government top. And the father came by and said, No, the driver. I mean, he didn't write it was the father. So he thought the driver was always coming to pay that. That day, the father came. And the father and his elder brother, he was in SS1, brother was in SS3. The father and the brother waited for almost one hour, 45 minutes. The father left the AC on in the car. He was no, so the brother was in the car. He was nowhere to be found. So the people started going to school, started looking for him. That, ah, talk about your father. Everybody was looking for him. And finally, I think they went to climb a tree in the forest or so. We used to go and pluck something. It was coming. And people were like, ah, your father, your father, your brother, waiting. Wait. So he was rushing. When he came out of the gate, the father's car was like that. The father was looking at him with anger. He just turned around and did something that shocked us. There was a bone seller. The guy was selling bones. He just woke up to the guy and brought out money. And bought. So he whispered some words. I think what he said was that, well, I couldn't know that. <laughs> I blow it today, they will beat me. But let's, let's, <laughs> at least let me eat something. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is the funny thing. When he opened the door, the, the father just started laughing. And he told him, as he said, I was going to slap him before. He said, but his audacity shocked him. <laughs> the, the, when he stopped, the father looked at the brother. They were shocked. I was looking at him. When they entered, the father just said, so he covered his eye. He was expecting, the father just started laughing and said that, ah, that's, ah. <laughs> he said, you know, I just changed my mind. <laughs> I know some parents, they won't change their mind. You are your boss. <laughs> Is someone blessed tonight? <laughs> father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for your word. We give you all the praise for grace to receive. Help us to be doers and not hearers only. So you alone be all the glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. 
it is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.